0: If you have ever had a chance to look into a microscope and see all the activity in a tiny drop of seawater then maybe you have been in awe Or you stood before the vast atlantic ocean to see a magnificent sunrise over the horizon then maybe again you have been in awe So hello and welcome to In Awe by Bruce, where we bring stories of the amazing work God is doing in the world to help us be in awe not only of what he is doing, but also to encourage us to take on the things that he's showing us in our lives. Music, considered to be the universal language, is one way we see God working, and today we're going to be looking at a group of performing artists who attend the Expression 58 Church in Los Angeles. The 58 refers to Isaiah 58. And God's instruction to Israel on the way that they were using worship in a false way and telling him how he really wanted worship to be. That is what this church bases its ministry on. And it spawned the worship team to obey a call from God to go on a retreat, open themselves up to him and each other, and create a beautiful worship album that they recorded live to be a blessing to all who hear it as it covers things from loss and love, fear and pain. The healing and more. The goal? Bring Jesus close to those who listen. In the group are Michelle Lutz, Wendy Vitus, Rico Butcher, Matt Salee, Sharon Pete, Morgan Dahlgren, and last but not least, Jeremy, or as we'll call him by his nickname today, Jez Fowler, who's on the phone. He's originally from Australia. He loves storytelling through song and film. He desires to express authenticity and intimacy in his life and his love for Jesus, and he likes to see impossibilities turned into reality, which I think is one of the things that they're doing with this music. He's our spokesperson for the group today for E58 Worship. Jez, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Bruce. Great to be here.
0: Uh, great, great for you to be here, and just off the bat, you know, I'm thinking about— music being an international language, and one thing that's impressive about your group is that it's an international group. You coming from Australia, maybe you can talk about some of the ways that the people came together, how God led you guys all to this one place to create what you did.
1: Yeah, it was quite miraculous, actually. Um, for me, I was born and raised in, in Sydney, Australia, and I had no idea um, that the Lord was going to call me to, to move to Los Angeles, but it was Two years ago, in 2017, that as I was actually riding uh, my motorbike back to work, back to the studio in Sydney, one day I felt, I just felt a nudge by Holy Spirit to um, to pull over on the side of the road at the the beach that I grew up on my whole life, and I sat on a park bench there, and the Lord just said to my heart very very clearly, say goodbye to your hometown, and in that moment, I was, I just knew everything was about to change. And it was, it was a real pivotal moment in my life. And then three weeks later, I ended up coming over to to LA. And then God really just planted me uh, in the city and just said, you know, this is your home here now. And I know my, my story hasn't been the only miraculous one. Uh, We've got people from Barbados and uh, my fiance, Emma, who actually plays drums on the album, she is from South Africa and all different parts of America. And it's pretty wild to see how at this point in time, God has brought all really the nations together to Expression 58. And so from the get go, we really felt like, okay, this is something that's much bigger than us. And this is, this is the Lord's idea. So we just really wanted to lean into him and say yes to the adventure that he had for us
0: if i can focus in a little bit more on that nudge because i know a lot of people that could be listening might think oh i think i've had nudges but i wasn't sure how was it that you were sure
1: for me the lord like he's so kind when he speaks to us i really believe that he will confirm things multiple times yeah especially if it's a big move or, or a big decision or something like that um and for me, it's just been in my life a process, especially over the last five years, of just learning how to steal my heart, learning how to just turn my affection towards him and learning just throughout the day, just being aware of his presence and just posturing my heart in a place to receive, really, and actually actually asking the Lord, Lord, give me ears to hear. Like, I want to hear you, Holy Spirit. I want to know you because... He is such an intimate relational God. And when we look all through the Bible, um, that's his heart. That's the Lord's heart. He wants to be with his people and he wants to have intimate fellowship with his bride. And so I just went on a journey, especially over the last probably 10 years of really asking the Lord, Lord, I want to know you intimately. I want to hear your voice and I want to commune with you, not just ask you for, you know, one one-way prayers or requests or things like that and and i think through that process just like jesus says my my sheep know my voice for me i've just learned over the years you realize oh actually that is that is god talking to me Uh, and we you start to notice his loving kind gentle nature and then the voice gets stronger as we just lean in more and listen more so i'm still learning every day and But for me, it's just been actually having intentional time in what I call the secret place, uh, which is just alone time with God and just cultivating that relationship like we would any relationship. And then his, his voice and his promptings become clearer and clearer.
0: Can you give an example of maybe somebody else? You said that yours is not kind of the only miraculous story of this. Is there somebody else that pops out in your head that Uh, Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: Yeah, totally. My fiance Emma, who plays drums on the album, she she was born and raised in South Africa, and then she actually went and studied um, music at Berklee College of Music for uh, I think four years, and then really felt the nudge from God to move to LA and move to and actually go to Expression Fifty Eight Church, basically at the same time as. Many other of of us like came to the church at the same time. I know Wendy on the team, um, myself. We kind of all assembled <laughs> within uh, within kind of a six month period of each other, and it's really beautiful to just share our stories stories with each other um, as we were all becoming friends and realize, hang on a second, like this is this is too wild just to be a coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could just see his fingerprints all over it, really. And I feel like that reflects on the album, actually, that there's this, the, the sound of the nations. And yeah, it's it's been a really beautiful experience just to to be involved with different nations and, and release that sound here in Los Angeles. Wow, that
0: does sound great. You guys are like a menagerie, almost like <laughs> a stained glass window, you know?
1: Totally. It does. It does feel like that at times. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely different colors and different facets of of, that's the Lord's light as well, you know, like you just like a diamond, I guess, like there's, it feels like the different songs portray just different facets of his beauty and, and of his nature and of his light. That's our prayer that when, when when people are listening to the record, they really come in to encounter the different facets of who he is.
0: So you're kind of heading down a line that uh, I had a question about, which is you have this menagerie, you have these different facets Describe more about what's different about the E58 worship experience that people hear uh, versus maybe some other things that are out there.
1: Well, I think we didn't really set out to try and be different from anything else, but we really wanted to be authentic in our just in our hearts' desire of just adoring the Lord, like and just bringing a pure offering of worship. I, for one, uh, when I listen to the album I've had yeah just some really deep encounters with the presence of the Lord and so that that's our prayer we um, we really just wanted to create something that was from a place of clean hands and pure heart where people could really just experience him and uh, and have an encounter with him so the songs actually yeah many of the songs came from us having a family retreat together where we had a couple of weeks, uh, we had a week away, sorry, uh, in the mountains, just above LA. And then other songs on the album too were written a few years before. So there's a couple of songs that I actually wrote when I was still living in Sydney. And I felt like, I felt like the Lord just tell me to wait and actually not record them or release them yet. And I had no I had no idea at the time that he actually purposed for them to be on the expression 58 record with coming to LA I had no idea it was coming but I trusted in his timing and for us we just really love to be together as family and just worship yeah just from a place of purity and authenticity and adoration and when we come together with that kind of heart posture I really believe that anything is possible and the Lord he he always comes and um so, yeah, it's been it's been definitely the experience of a lifetime, I think, over the last few months recording this. So as you recorded this, you did it live. We did. And was the
0: motivation for that, what you're talking about there, that you feel that that's more of an experience that people can have of the authenticity or or maybe flesh that out a little bit for me?
1: Yeah, well, I think the heart of our church is, you know, where we have we have gatherings together, obviously, on a Sunday, and it really is a family experience of worshiping together. So we wanted to just we wanted to capture that family experience of like the whole church, the whole body of Expression Fifty Eight in Los mm. Angeles, and worshiping together. We did have some rough structures set in place for the songs, but we also wanted to keep them open for the night, just to uh, to be flexible for just what the Lord might be doing in the moment, which can sound a little bit risky, but it's actually really fun too. <laughs> um, and so so um, many of the songs in the moment, the recordings that you hear, things that happened just in that moment and were things that we didn't try and put our hands on too much, but actually just wanted to, yeah, just follow Holy Holy Spirit's leading and worship in the moments. And that's why I think, yeah, it was a really beautiful experience where we really, I guess, Took our hands off any kind of control of saying, "Okay, Lord, this is what this is what it's going to sound like." <laughs> I'm actually just giving it, uh, giving the night to Him and saying, "You know, we have these we have these songs, adoration, and but we're also open to flow and to move." Thankfully, we we have a family of musicians as well that are capable of of flowing and moving when, in in different directions when we need to. Um, but I, one of my favorite things on the on the album was actually listening to the church sing, um, listening to the the microphones that we had over the whole church that was there. There was a, a few hundred people there from our church, and it was—there's uh, just so much life on it when you listen. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when you went on your retreat, did you go in with certain kind of thoughts and then find God changed them? Did you go in with any kind of uh, expectations on the kind or type of songs or the way that you were going to— try and work together and saw God's hand move in a certain way? How how did that work? We actually
1: really didn't know what was going to happen. We just (laughs) felt, I think Dan and Michelle, um, our amazing worship pastors, they really felt the Lord asking them to put on a retreat for Mm. uh, some of the creative team and some of the songwriters. And so it was more a move of obedience Mm. and just basically saying, okay, Lord, we're just going to give you this time together and we really don't know what's going to happen, but we basically came together and just, we would we would like worship together in the morning and then we would, you know, share breakfast and share our meals together. And so the songs really came from an overflow of family and just worship and just having a great time together up in the mountains, which was, it was one of the best weeks of my life, to be honest. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, we had so many great people there and we would, basically break up into groups throughout the day and then have multiple writing sessions together throughout the day but just with no pressure for anything to come out or not yeah just some of us had ideas from our iPhones you know might have been half a song or a chorus or a little verse melody or something like that so there was one song called Secret Garden that's on the album that um, I hadn't I had like maybe half the song as an idea and then so brought that one to the table and, and other people had snippets like that. And then other songs were literally uh, songs like uh, Wildfire and um, Your Delight and Freedom um, on the album. They were just in the moment. Yeah, I remember one song, song the opening song of the album, Freedom, uh, was written by Matt Sully, Michelle Lutz, Jeremy Kong and myself. And we were just chilling out on the bottom, in the bottom living room. Um, I was sitting on the pool table actually. And <laughs> it was very, a very, very casual atmosphere. But Matt had a, Matt had this idea that he just had, he had this thing just going around his head. He's like, it's been in my head for like months and months and months. It was beautiful to, to look back now and actually realize, oh, that was God. Like that was God giving us these snippets individually, but then he actually wanted them to be fully formed within family which I yeah. think I think is so his heart, and it was, it was great.
0: Wow, yeah, and that is a beautiful thing that you're getting to experience, that God puts these things, these seeds in there, but just like when uh, Jesus came, he said he waited for the right time, <laughs> and, Yeah, and, and that was the right time with all this, and your obedience, you know, it's like Abraham being called out of Ur, you know. Hey, Jez, I want you to move from Australia to uh, America <laughs> and to L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and you had all these things kind of brewing and happening, and thank you for the fact that you uh, followed him obediently. That's that's very cool. So as you, as you came to the fruition of this, did you have more songs than, than just an album? Do you have more, or did it just like peak right there, and you go, this is it?
1: Yeah, we, we did, actually. I think we had around maybe 20 songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was yeah, the hard task of culling back some of the songs. Mm. And so we had a couple of meetings. I remember at Dan and Michelle's house one night, and just got the big whiteboard out and just started, (laughs) and then just started just listing all the songs that we had. But we really felt led together. Okay, these are the, there are certain songs that just have to be on the record because they just carried a certain anointing. And I think a message that's just for the here and now of, of what the Lord's saying and highlighting on the earth and then there were other songs that were maybe that were like a little bit harder to go oh man like they said so there was there was a couple of songs that i really loved that didn't make the record but hey there's always there's always more albums down down the track
0: you're moving through your christian life and all these things are happening what is it that most sparks you to be in awe of god what really what really sits in there that that you look at and you go God, wow! This is this is just how amazing you are.
1: I connect with creation so well. So for me, uh, when I'm in the mountains, um, snowboarding is my favorite thing to do. And okay. I, I've had just some encounters with God. Just looking at <laughs> just looking at creation, like when I'm looking at the the mountains that He's formed, or the just I grew up on the uh, by the ocean as well. Just the vastness, like the sheer size. Of His Majesty, and then realizing at the same moment that this ocean that I'm staring at is like a pinprick of actually the size of creation, the size of the universe. Right. It's, he just blows. He just blows my mind that He can be that gigantic and that majestic, but then at the same time so intimate with my with my heart and know every hair in my head. It's that's something that I will never fully fathom and grasp. Yeah, and for me, um, a little bit of my testimony was that I, I struggled with a lot of fear, anxiety, and depression growing up um, in my childhood, and then I had just some radical encounters with Jesus, uh, especially in my early twenties, where he he set me free. He completely set me free of my fears and the anxiety that I was that I was struggling with, and just filled me with his joy and filled mm-hmm. me filled me with, with Holy Spirit and and even my even my face and my eyes look completely different to what they did when I was growing up so i guess i'm a i'm a walking breathing living testimony of just his goodness and how he exchanges the ashes that we can have <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for for true beauty yeah he fully set me free and i'm 100% completely his forever
0: wow. that's great yeah i mean do you ever find yourself in a place like that again or a different place that feel like you've maybe lost touch with the Lord and that that brings you back to it? or
1: Definitely. Actually, in moving to LA, it's been the most stretching faith season of my life because just like Abraham left and the Lord, the Lord didn't tell him where he was going, but just said, just said, leave everything and just go. And then I'll tell you. I've had to learn this just deep childlike trust. And I feel like in life, there's such a temptation to want to control our lives and actually have all our ducks lined up in a row or to have security in other things that are just mirages, whether it be the, the bank account or my job or mm. these things. But the only true security we have is in the father, is in him. Mm. And so he's been really stripping that away where I've been living my faith over here in LA for 18 months now. And there has been moments where doubt will creep in or I'll have like the what ifs will come into my mind where it's like right. what if this happens or well, what if what if my rent like doesn't come through like you said it would, you know? And <laughs> then just and then just seeing just seeing the Lord be faithful time and time again. I think there's such a maturity that comes from just living in a place of childlike trust where God is your only option. Yeah. So when I have those moments of doubt or anxiety or anything like that, uh, I think for me, I just need to fix my eyes on the Lord again. Mm-hmm. And I just need to, I just, I just turn my heart into, into just worship. And then soon God becomes big again.
0: <laughs> and I'm assuming, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds like similar experiences by some of the other people that you're close to through the worship team that I would think they'd be struggling with some of the same things and maybe gives you like that part of the body that pulls together for one another.
1: Exactly. Yep. And listening to our different testimonies now that we've become close friends in the team. Yeah. Many of us have gone through similar things where, yeah, we had really tough times growing up or as a teenager where, and even just spiritual warfare, you know, because I think there's a lot of warfare, especially around worshipers because of the power of worship and releasing, uh, releasing the worship on the earth. So mm-hmm. it's been really beautiful to band together and actually pray for one another and actually share our testimonies of how God has set us free in certain areas and then seeing my freedom become my sister's freedom or, or my brother's freedom through the power of testimony and just you know bearing each other's burdens and really just loving one another <laughs> mm. so as he loves us. There's no greater joy, I think, in life than being part of his family and being fully vulnerable with each other Um, And being able to just, yeah, walk, walk this faith adventure together.
0: So true. Jez, as um, people are listening to the music, as they go out to hear this, anything particular that you are hoping people hear from the music or gain from the music?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of main themes, I think, that run throughout the album. And one theme is just how much God fights for us. And we don't have to do anything alone in the Psalms, just like, just how it says, you know, in, in all your ways, just, you know, we don't have to lean on our own understanding for anything. We don't need to lean on our own strength, but actually Mm -hmm. realize that God is the God that fights for us as dearly loved children. That's one thing that's really strengthened me in listening to the album is just understanding how powerful God is and how much he fights for his kids and uh, the other thing that I'm really passionate about is intimacy with the Lord and actually just like the, the romance that you have between a bride and a bridegroom, God is really romantic and he really loves to be intimately known um, by his bride and, and really wants to be, have that really close heart connection with us. And so the songs First Love and Secret Garden, a couple of the songs that I was involved with for me, I just really close to my own heart because that's oh. that's I think the message of my life is actually just to to live in a place of intimacy with God. Just like David had when we read the Psalms, you see yeah. just the, the depth of relationship. I think that God wants to walk with us in is <laughs> uh, I, I hope that people, when they listen, that they would be drawn in by his great love to come into a deeper place of intimacy with him. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. Anything else
0: before we close up here that would be helpful for people to hear or know about E58 worship or or the album, make sure they get a hold of it anything along those lines?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, so the um the actual name is Expression 58 Worship, and that's Expression and then the number is 58, and it's basically the the record is called Make Way. And it's available on all platforms, so iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, uh, I think. So it's basically available everywhere, <laughs> really, so it's hard to it's hard to miss, I think. Um, and we also have uh, live YouTube videos of the the night that are, that have started rolling out as well at the moment. so people can uh, check them out on YouTube and I think you just if you search expression fifty eight worship, they'll come up.
0: Are you hearing any feedback at this point in time or it might be early for that?
1: But uh, we have had, yeah, we have had a a little bit, but yeah, it's been beautiful the the initial response of just people on social media, on Instagram. I've had people from Australia and South Africa and different different countries just messaging me and someone even in like uh, Lebanon sent us a video of just worshiping to his song Jericho overlooking the city at night mm-hmm. in the Middle East and it's just wild to see yeah how God can just move on a song and how we can all be connected over the earth through the the media of music and worship um, so so far it's been great yeah but it's it's very very early days so we're just mm-hmm. just getting started with it I think okay
0: God bless you all for hearing the call following the Lord going wherever he leads you and just having the attitude of of turning your lives over to him so that he can take what he's put inside of you and and bless you as well as everybody else around you. I think we all can be praying for this to just be something that that would be a blessing to all and draw them closer to Jesus. And just wanted to say thank you, Jez, for being on the phone with us and and pass on our appreciation to to all that are on your your music team and look forward to talking to you in the future and seeing what's going on.
1: It's been such an honor to to chat with you, Bruce, and Thank you again, and I'm sure we'll probably connect again. All right, sounds good. Thanks so much, Jez.
0: Cool, thanks, mate.
1: All right, bye. Bye.